There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You but with good Welcome to TBTWGC. What? Karen, what? 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 Excuse what? us? Can you do my ears? Doth need a decoding? Oh my, my bad. Us, please? I, I, I meant to say welcome to two black guys with good credit. You know, it's we're in the um, era. We're in the era of acronyms. I'm trying to be, you know, modernized. Get with the cool kids. You know, like in text messages, we're used to seeing LOL or IRL or NBD. Like my nephew used to put YH. I'm like, did you go to the store? YH. I'm like, what, the, what does that mean? And it means yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, today's show is going to be interesting AF. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whoa, man, that's bad. Is uh, that a little risque for that's a little risque. All right, well, the, <laughs> well, the world of finance, folks, is filled with acronyms, and we're here today to help break them down. It can be confusing for people as you're on your business grind or trying to get your finances together. Sometimes these terms get tossed around, and people think you should just automatically know them, and maybe you don't. Like, and I know there's uh, a lot of people out there faking it, acting like they know. You know, mm-hmm. when they suit on acne, act like they know what it is and they don't know what it is. So we're here to help you out. Right, Matt? That's true. Absolutely. I mean, Honestly, from HELOC, IRA, 401k, REIT, IPO, FSA, HSA. You know what I'm saying, Karen? I don't. <laughs> That's my problem. <laughs> that is the point of the show. I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I think that most of these are just meant to make regular people seem smarter than the rest of us <laughs> because right. we just say these words. Okay. So I don't, don't get taken in. This is all just, um, what is it? This is like waving something shiny. We're going to break it down and simplify things so that you don't get taken in by letters. Exactly. Like some people may find themselves like getting married because somebody impressed them with these acronyms and realize they just, they didn't really know what that was. Exactly. So we're going to break it down. We're going to save a marriage here or save right, a relationship. Let's do it. Right. Let's so right first in. one we're is, doing it. What's the difference between an IRA and 401k? I know everybody's heard these two acronyms thrown around and probably try to act like they know the difference and probably really may not know the difference. So let's just make it simple for people. An IRA is, a, is titled an individual retirement account that most people that are self-employed can contribute to. Okay, 
And a 401k acts in a similar manner, but it's it's really done. It's really something that it, it, this is a is an employer based retirement account. Okay, and it gets its name from the section of that the tax code that established it. Your employer sets this up for you, and in most cases, your employer will make contributions for, for you sometimes, which we call a matching program, to add to your retirement plan. Okay, contribution amounts are different in both cases, but in a nutshell, they both allow you to put money away for your retirement that's tax deferred, not tax free, that you pay when you retire and begin to withdraw the funds, which is that usually around 59 and a half. So that's right. it. Well, that's great. So people. Well, that's easy enough. Yeah, that's easy enough. 401ks and IRAs. We know what that is. Well, how about FSAs and HSAs, people? Are you, do you know what those are? Mad. Uh, Rewind. Give us the tea. I got you, Karen. I got you, Sean. FSAs are flexible spending accounts. Mm -hmm. HSAs are health savings accounts. Hmm. So we have a flexible spending account and a health savings account. Two things, two different things with the same common goal, to pay for medical expenses. Uh, An HSA is better than an FSA um, because there's a whole bunch of features that an HSA has that an FSA doesn't. But now, you know. Well, with an HSA, it's a great investment because it has a triple tax advantage. So if we process this, that means, number one, the money you deposit, you don't pay taxes on. And number two, the interest earned is tax-free. And number three, when you do withdraw the money, it's tax-free. So, Sean, Karen, you know what we just did about mm. FA, FA, FSAs and HSAs? We, <laughs> we kind of gave a public service announcement, which oh. is known as oh. a PSA. So, oh, anyway. he did it. There he did. <laughs> <laughs> so we gave a PSA on FSAs and HSAs. So follow me. Stay with oh, me, I'm people. Sorry. Matt, that was a lot. I'm HSA, FSA. Can we do a BRB? Well, after that PSA, maybe <laughs> it is time for a BRB. So... <laughs> And if you're hungry, maybe you can get a BLT while we take this quick commercial break. So we'll BRB. So stay tuned with more TBGWGC talking about finance acronyms. We're getting you up on all these tricky little terms that you may not know. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Keep it hard. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially, let's see, financially curious, that's FC and financially knowledgeable, FK. So yeah, today is the show for the FC and the FK, and it's all about, (laughs) it's all about acronyms, people. FYI, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. All right, Karen, why don't you take us back into acronym world. Where are we today in this? Okay. This one, I'm comfortable with this. IPO, you may have heard of it. It means initial public offering. Mm -hmm. It's the first time that a company sells shares to the public. The company goes from private to public, meaning that a small number of people own the company shares, all of them. And now those people decide to offer some or all the shares to the general public who can then buy it and own basically part of the company. So that's it. When they go public on the stock market, that's an IPO for you. Very important term. Um, and I'll move on. VIP to term. Next. Absolutely. And our <laughs> next acronym, SPAC or SPAC, which is Special Purpose Acquisition Company. You can think of it as an alternate path to go public other than an IPO, a company has no business plan, no operations, just a pile of money. It's a very kind of like knickknack direct. Sean's company. It's, it's a very <laughs> oh simple. Oh, my God. 
corporate shell company. There are mm-hmm. special rules that allow you to list this company on the stock market publicly because they are uncomplicated. Just a pile of money. Well, you'll yep. never need to use that, but there you go. <laughs> yep. They use this pile of money to buy a private company. The company gets bought and becomes a subsidiary of the pile of money company. You follow me? Then eventually, the shell company changes the name to, the, to that private company. It's another way to take a private company public by adding it to an already empty public company and changing the name. You do it because it's easier, less cumbersome than doing an IPO. Yeah, I always get exhausted when I'm planning my IPOs, and I'm like, I just want to do a SPAC. This would be so much easier. <laughs> you, you too? Oh, yeah, you you're like, know. SPAC or IPO, SPAC or IPO. Your you IPO. know what? This is just an empty shell company, so I'm going to go with a SPAC. Okay, the decision makes itself. You're right. Anyway, moving on. There's another acronym which is more useful for most people. Right, right, right. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. Hey, Karen, don't, don't, don't minimize our listeners, okay? We got a wide, alert. broad set of listeners, okay, that hear SPACs every day and didn't know what it meant, okay? So that's why we put it in here. Okay, for, for the two people that, that applies to, you're welcome. <laughs> for everyone else, there's REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust. It's a holding company for a bunch of assets, which in most cases are property. They can also be mortgages and mortgage-backed securities, but in most cases, it is properties. It's a holding company that holds real estate, and the profits are paid out to the shareholders of the REITs. Some REITs are trading on the stock exchange, allowing individuals to invest in REITs. All right. Well, our next acronym, our next term, it's your arm. And I don't mean your appendage on your shoulder that you you know use to do things with. I'm talking about... <laughs> well, what can I use it for, Matt? Let's get into this. <laughs> All right. Well, you can use this arm as an adjustable rate mortgage. It's a mortgage whose rate adjusts. Typically, two types of mortgages, adjustable and fixed. Fixed interest rate is fixed for life of the loan and adjustable. It can change depending upon what current interest is. Okay, arm interest rates can move. Fixed interest rates do not. Why would you do an arm over fixed? Because typically arm rates are lower. Yeah, because they're yeah, they're more they're lower. They're for those, you know, investors that may not be thinking of something long term or hedging that the market, the rates will drop eventually. So most people who get in a fix are a little bit more costly, but they're, they, they know the rate is, is there for life. Mm-hmm. That leads us to one of my favorite terms called a HELOC. It just sounds like hero. It sounds like a strong guy. It sounds like a superhero. I am Mr. HELOC. So it's not something that you hear often. You personally. I don't know what world you're in. I hear it all the time. It just sounds like a, su- a HELOC sounds like a superhero. <laughs> I don't know what world you're part of. Are you? But in my world, I hear it all the time, okay? All right. So what's a HELOC? It's called a home equity line of credit. Think of it as basically a second mortgage. If, purchase, if you purchase your house and it's gone up in value, a HELOC is a way to tap into the money or what we call equity. And equity is what the house is worth minus what you owe. Mm. Banks will lend you a percentage of what that equity is. The HELOC is secured against your house, and generally you're free to do what you want with it, Matt. You want to hit the club with it, Matt? You want to go, you want to ball up and go fling out a stack of dollars? You can do with guys, your HELOC money. Guys, guys, don't ball up with your HELOC. Put it, for, <laughs> put it to good. You have to pay that money back, guys. It's a superhero, it's just, Karen. No, it's a secured debt, but it is still a debt. And it, because it's secured, right. it means that if okay. you mess this up, there goes the house. So You are so you, right, Karen. You probably have children to raise. You probably have wives. Don't mess up your HELOC. You're to not right, upset. Karen. You know what and, wives hate? And mistresses too. When Karen. you mess up your HELOC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the mistress the is street. gone. And mistress knows the HELOC <laughs> is gone. You're, you're out. You're, Peace no out. Yeah, out. There's <laughs> not enough Teslas in the world to make up for a messed up HELOC. So, yeah, <laughs> keep it HELOCs. 
<laughs> well, yeah, uh, keep he locked. I like that. That's oh, very thank you. I am the third black guy with just regular credit. <laughs> All right, people. Well, that's it for our breakdown of financial acronyms. We left some certain acronyms on the floor, our BBLs and our YOLOs. Oh, my God, um, man. TMI, TMI, man. Here we go. <laughs> TMI, Matt. Is that what you just said? TMI, you Matt. You have yeah. some nerve. Well, <laughs> BRB, Karen. Come on. As I always say, <laughs> nothing changes if nothing changes. And these uh, acronyms have definitely been changing over the years. So I'm Matt Smith for TBGWDC, and I'm out. Okay, and I'm Karen Margolis for TBGWGC at gmail.com if you want to send us (laughs) an email of any kind. And you can also at me, Karen Margolis, on everything. It's K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S. And I look forward to chatting with you on our next endeavor. And I'm Sean Linder, the better half of good two black guys with good credit. Thank you for listening to our decoding show. And all I got to say is T-T-Y-L, guys. I'm out. 